Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. We are headed into the home stretch of the college football season. The World Cup is getting underway. Basketball and hockey are in full swing. And of course, we have all the pro football action you could ask for. Use our promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, with the link in the description to this episode to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts hello hi kyle hello morgan how are you i'm doing wonderful how are you doing today beauty uh i'm okay yeah, I saw. I heard that you uh, delivered a baby this weekend. Oh, I delivered no. a baby. I did. It was the best experience ever, and very different to what I expected. So, yeah, it was very cool. I, I um, can imagine that that would be a life changing experience in some capacities. It's pretty well, freaking cool. I think, like, when I thought about this job, and I thought, like, what my dream would be. That that's it. Like that that it really is the only highlight of a job that can be pretty depressing, and because no one's actually calling for good stuff. Like that's the only good reason people call is to have a baby. Um. Hey, hey. So so yeah, and I'm the first person from my training group to have delivered a baby, and which is all just luck of the draw as to what came through. But it was amazing, and it was very quick, and the mother never made a noise, which was incredible wow that's pretty impressive and so i had to like i was asking her if she was having contractions because i wouldn't have known because she didn't make a noise and she's like yeah i've been having them the whole time i was like okay great probably should push now so then we delivered a baby Stu got's voice cool cool as a cucumber buddy (laughs) she was there were there were no crocodile tears no big tears there were no tears she was Cold as ice. Cold as yeah. ice. Pretty yeah, freaking so cool. It's cool. Congratulations. Anything else on your on your uh, wonderful mind today? I'm currently moving house. Well, I'm packing up my house to move. So I am hating that part of my life. Um, but it's it's um garbage collection day here. So I've spent all night awake sneaking shit into other people's bins so I can get rid of it. <laughs> uh, I've literally, and there's a, like a, I don't know if that's what you call it, but there's a skip, uh, like a, a big metal garbage, not garbage, big metal like, container down the end of the street that <laughs> is like in front of a, a building site and it's usually you'd see like demolition waste and stuff in it from a construction site, but there was like, I don't know, grass or soil or something in it. And I saw it and I thought I'm going to run down there and dump plaster in there for my garage. So I did in the middle of the night. So that was not nice of me, but bad luck. Bad luck to that person. Do yeah, uh, luck. 
So, so for this new moving to a new place, does the old two-year-old Christmas tree come with you, or do we move on from one Christmas tree and purchase another Absolutely one? Absolutely not. Will then go no up way. It, no, it is coming, and it is coming as is. So, I thought about it, and I'm just going to bubble wrap. Or no, I'm going to like cut garbage bags, and I'm going to tape it around them. Tape them around the tree just to protect the branches and ornaments because I'm not taking them off. Can't be bothered. Don't want to have to put them back on. So I'm gonna, that is the most delicate item that is travelling with me is the Christmas tree. And, and <laughs> so much I'm, so I'm, that you I'm can't take off my, the decorations. You just yeah, won't I'm, I'm take not, off I'm not the taking them off. No, I refuse. Anyway, so I'm going back to my mum's house for a bit and I told her I'm bringing the tree and it's coming already assembled and she said, no, you're not, but I will be taking the tree and be in her lounge room next week okay okay it's good to know that not only will you be doubling down on another christmas tree that you will also be (laughs) having it all still covered in lights and ornaments and all the fun stuff even as you transport it back and forth like a crazy person yes it so it has blue and silver ornaments it's very pretty but now uh, for my birthday my friend pam from virginia sent me an lsu ornament Transition. Transition. Tigers. SEC championship, buddy. We're back. <laughs> We're back. How funny. It's like we never How left. strange. How strange. How excellent. How very, very excellent. That was really funny. I mean, there, there were some funnier things that happened over the weekend, but I think one of the funniest things was... LSU just being like, ah, bleep it. We're just going to go for it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares at this point? We're, we got one play to beat Bama. Bleep it. Let's just try and win it right now. Who cares? Yeah. Um, so I was at work on that day, which was Saturday. So that was the day that I delivered the baby. And everything good happened for me that day. So my, <laughs> my, my Collingwood female football team won. LSU won. I delivered a baby. I won first prize in the Halloween contest. Um, everything was good that day. But I, I've been working hard, so I can't have my phone out or anything when I'm taking calls. So, but I get a break every two hours. I picked up my phone and I opened YouTube, opened the game, and there they were going for two, you know, time. That was the only thing I saw was them running to the line, and then Alabama's twelve player that was on the field running off and I was like what the fuck is going on here and so that was literally all I saw like live of it so great timing by me they ran the exact same play that Clemson ran in the national championship yeah. game I thought that was hilarious I, I listened to you uh, to your um, live that wasn't live Reaction. Yeah, but we can't do it live because like dissemination rules. So like three hours afterwards, it's a podcast. Live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I I listened to that um just for my own personal enjoyment to see your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was good. It was good. I'm glad that I flipped the microphone on right in that moment. It was it was perfect yeah. for that to play out the way it did because anytime and Alabama you loses, they it's still a shocking. Time, you thought they weren't going to take a timeout. You're like, oh my god. They're not going to take it on that. It's out. Yeah. I totally thought like, oh. what? Really? Wow. You're just going to go for this. You're not even going to talk it over. You're not going to think about it. Nope. We're just balls deep going for it. <laughs> we don't care at this point. 
or just I don't think we're, we don't think historically LSU are very good at overtime, and college overtime sucks a lot. So fuck it. I think college should bring back ties. That's my that's been my philosophy for years. After like the second or third overtime, just just call it a tie. It's okay. Whatever happens in that Texas A and M LSU game where it went to like seven overtimes, that needs to get in the bin. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, I think I was. I think I was at the. I think I was at a football game when that happened, and and like. The, that game started at 7.30 West Coast time, but then the Texas A&M LSU game started at like 4 o'clock, and I think it was like halftime, and the LSU game was still going on somehow. Like, that that game was just ridiculous. Yeah, I was in a shopping center, and I was, and I was meant to be driving us home. I'm like, I can't go now because I'm watching this. And my mom's like, it has been forever. I'm like, sorry, it's, it's overtime, number seven. She's like, this is not a real sport. I'm like, well, it sort of is. <laughs> It's sort of, it's sort of real. Sort of is. Tell the hundred thousand people that are standing there watching it. College football kind of just exists in its own universe. It's it's just kind of the best explanation I can provide for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to, I'd really like to attend um, Baton Rouge. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. Now they're going to play in the SEC championship game, assuming they don't shit the bed Maybe. the rest of the way. Well, they got to play a And M, old Jimbo, three and six A And M, all three and six Texas A And M in their last game of the season. Thanks a lot. Who else do Guys. they play the rest of the way? They got UAB. That's a win. UAB. They got oh Arkansas. Um, yeah, Wampum. Wampum boys. Arkansas is not very good this year, but who knows? Their punters. Their punters Australian. Yeah. He's the one that was Stranger, the corner. Stranger things have happened. But yeah, LSU most likely is going to go to the SEC championship game. Yeah, let's, let's, we're not ready to talk about that. We just need to celebrate the fact that this is a very good week for us. Yeah. I, I love I love like all the like Shaq on the sidelines directing players where they're going. And... <laughs> you just like famous people being around it. It makes it feel important. No, I, I like I like the I don't know, that pull of going back to where you came from. Like, I don't think it's as much as, like, sometimes I think it's, like, like they're there to be seen to be there. But I think there is, like, some kind of, like, pull. Like, Grant Delpit was there and like, there's always people around and I like it. Has uh, has Odell Beckham's junior suspension ended? The, the stupid suspension that they did where he was uh... – Forced to be away from the program for two seasons because he gave Justin Jefferson money after the championship game. Has that has that suspension ended for Odell Beckham? He's such an idiot, just walking around like making it rain. Yeah, you know what else is stupid? The fact that they made him disassociate with the program for two years as a result. I thought that was the silliest thing in the world that they tried. That's the closest. That's the closest LSU come to an actual punishment. So. Yeah, accountability. We were joking about that in our chat where it's like, yes, oh, LSU that, is back. Let's just ignore that, all the terrible the, things they did to women because yeah. yay football. That and the way they treated Tyron Matthew. Yeah, that and too. He, and it was actually in school. Why, why do we punish the good ones like that? Uh, I don't care. Because football. Because we, we will compromise all our morals and ethics for football. Folks are dumb where we come from. Hmm. <laughs> so it's november it is november we are, we are 
one month out from Moss, Miami. Are you going to Moss, Miami? I think I am. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Morgan's going to be at Moss, Miami this year. I think I am. I've purchased a ticket. Like to the event, not to Miami, but <laughs> But you have to do that first. You have to you have to know you're getting a ticket before you can go. Yeah, so it's so initially when I decided like I had FOMO and everyone else was buying a ticket and I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna do it and then they always said it said they sold out and I freaked out and I'm like, Oh no. I'm like, I'm gonna go all the way there and not be able to get a ticket, which is a bit silly. And then so I like DM'd Roy and I was like, Roy, help me. <laughs> I need a ticket. <laughs> and then they put him back online. I don't know why they, what happened, but something went wrong. Anyway, oh my so goodness. You you have the famous person yeah. connections. You have you're the famous person who can get connections <laughs> to people and they'll hook you up with stuff. You have VIP access when it comes to the Levitard show. I <laughs> I DM'd my, my friendliest friend Roy. <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I didn't thought, like I thought Chris Cody was your friendliest friend. Not Roy loves me the most at the moment. Oh, that's that's good. And then to when, know. when when Roy and Chris went to Denver for the Stanley Cup, or whatever, Roy DM'd me. I don't know when they were drunk <laughs> and was like telling me about how Denver was, and I was like, "This is the weirdest thing ever." A conversation, <laughs> <laughs> a conversation initiated by Roy. What? Yeah. So he's cool. But I've oh. look. I don't have a ticket to Miami, but I have a ticket to Moss, Miami, and I have made plans with Izzy. So I guess I have to go. You have plans with Izzy for a trip that you haven't. Played. I mean, you can get flights relatively easy compared to Moss, Miami yeah. tickets. But I mean, yeah. I, I can get flights because, like, I still have my staff travel when I work from the airline, and it's not going to cost me much. So it'll be fine. But like, it's not organized. That's all. I got the time off work just in case. So, yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. You, you've yeah. Uh, you've booked your time off. You've made plans yeah. with Izzy and <laughs> hooking up with uh, oh, Jeremy your tickets. Yeah. Oh, you're going to hang out with Jer Bear also? Dang, you are you are a celebrity. God damn. He's, he's my act. He's, oh, I, I liked him before he was Jer Bear. He was just JT. He's a He's lovely, just, lovely person. He's so sweet. So, just JT, a 22-year-old kid on Twitter. He's just JT, a kid who wanted to be Justin Timberlake. Oh. He's a lovely dude. No, so, yeah. Um, I guess I, I, I really want to go. But let's see. You should go. You already got the ticket. Now you just got to buy a plane <laughs> ticket. That's so cool. You're going to be at Moss Miami in about a month. Hey. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. Yeah, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. You've got all your uh you've got all your connections to your friends. I figured is... that if I tell enough people then I'm committed. And I have to go because otherwise like I have to be held accountable, so I'm telling everyone that I'm going that way I'll have to go. Yes. I get that. You you've said, if you tell enough people you're going, you can't flake on everyone. I mean, you could just pull a Stugatz, but that doesn't seem to be in your repertoire. How do that to Izzy? You could never do it to Izzy or Jer Bear or Roy. That's correct. 
just got to add a couple more people in there, maybe steak sauce or something. You just got to add one or two more people into the mix so that you you have five days worth of plans. Oh, no. Yeah, I have plans because all, all my friends are going. Steak sauce is going and Pam's going and my friends Sean and Meg are going. What's up? We're going. Um, so it'll be fun. Yeah. It's, it's the Jeff, place to be. It's like all, a- yeah. So many of my friends are going to net. It's going to be very exciting. All these people I've never met before who I've spent the last however many years since COVID started um, podcasting with. It will be really awkward, I think, as well, but but fun. Yeah, to actually meet them in person for the first time is going to be a little bit emotional. And then if you're emotionally available, then you can have a wonderful time with them. Kyle, if I'm emotionally available. That's a big we if. Know I that I'm, we know that I'm emotionally slutty. So, <laughs> so I'm going to be emotionally available. <laughs> oh, yeah, just gotta just gotta be able to to be okay being around your friends in person for the first time. I mean, other than yeah. like Izzy, you've met Izzy before, but all the people no, you've been no, I've never with. met Izzy before. Met you've Izzy. never met Izzy before. Yeah. No. Oh my wow. goodness. I've been stuck in this country for years. Oh my goodness. That's incredible. <laughs> it's been it's been years since you've been to Miami. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, no, not since the last last time I went until went to Miami, I was only like not really a like dedicated listener to the show. I just went past the Cleveland because uh, I knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is the first time since you became Morgan from Australia that you're going to be palling around <laughs> the show. That's not a thing, but yes. <laughs> you went from just being Morgan to being Morgan from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping that maybe I can just like sneak into, into JT's car and make him take me to work with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you ask, sorry. no, if you ask to go by the Clevelander, they would let you into the Clevelander. Like that's, that's not even a question. Yeah. They would totally but, let you hang out. But okay. So here's the question. Who do I ask? Which one of them? says yes the and like is the easiest to go through which one do you reckon so i i don't know the personal relationships that you have with each of them but just as show people just as show people that's definitely chris cody definitely chris cody correct (sighs) it's like as much as i love Roy, Roy might be like a stickler for rules and be like oh if i were it no Roy would and, ask someone else. Roy would yeah, Roy would ask uh, the, the reason Roy I choose Chris ask, Cody. Oh. Roy would ask Witty, and then then that would be weird. Uh, yeah, Chris Cody is a ask for forgiveness later kind of guy. That's right. that's the inclination I'm getting. It's like ask for forgiveness instead of permission. I think Roy's an ask for permission guy. Billy obviously is an ask for permission guy, uh, but he's also an yeah, anarchist. But, but he also likes chaos. So like he would like like sneak me in and hide me in a closet or something weird. And then I'd jump out and no one would know who I was anyway. So it'd be just like awkward as hell. And he'd enjoy that because it would be awkward. See, I, I don't know the personal relationships that you have with each of them. Cause like you could ask Jer Bear, but I don't know if Jer Bear, if that would be. Oh no. He doing doesn't, a solid. I, don't think, I don't think that Tache has the cachet yet. Yeah. That's I don't what think I was that, thinking. Yeah. I don't think that, that he would feel comfortable. And I wouldn't put him in that position. Like I'd sneak into his car. I wouldn't ask him. But like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't think that I'd put him in that position because like he's the new dude. Um, no. Whereas like, I'd ask Chris. 
yeah, Chris Cody's probably the way to go for that one. But I mean, Roy Roy might be another option there. I don't know. Could, could I sent, I sent Witty an alarm clock, so maybe Witty owes me. <laughs> you mailed him a you mailed him a physical alarm clock. Yeah. Ah, well, that's when he, great. When he, when he first told the story about using his oven as an alarm. That's I so bought, nice. I, I bought an alarm alarm clock off Amazon, which was a tiny little soccer ball, and I sent it to his house because he gave me his address and I pretended it was for something else. And then, like, weeks later, he finally opened the package and thought it was hilarious. He doesn't <laughs> use it, but it's funny. Still no, worth of it course. The, the the stove is more effective. So for people who don't understand the lore that we're talking about, um, yeah, Chris Whittingham uh, uses his stove alarm or uses his stove clock as an alarm. And uh, this has been a running joke for, I guess, Which is the year and a half. He's serial killer. It's serial killer behavior. That's weird. It's not that weird. It's not that weird. It's practical. I've gone really? the other way on that. I think it's funny, but I, I think it's funny, but I also think it's practical. I, there are I about commend- 10 other devices he could use instead of the stove. The stove is the loudest. Like, I'm Just thinking, saying. like, my stove doesn't even have an alarm. <laughs> what the fuck? Your stove doesn't have a clock? I mean, my stove doesn't have a clock either, so there's there's no alarm on it. I guess Witty's got a nice no? stove. I like My oven has an, a, a clock, but not an alarm. I mean, I, I I think you can set set it to a time. I don't know. It had a, it had a thing that would go like beep if you set a time on it. Like when at my childhood home, there was a thing oh like God, that, that. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, like a food that a food timer. So he sits it for like eight hours of sleep and then sleeps it. That's weird. I think you can <laughs> set it to a time, probably right. If you're cooking something at. 720 and it needs to be done at 753 you can i no. think you can set a time on it like that not not here not not on <laughs> yours not on your no, stove because you know why because it's a fucking stupid thing to do and <laughs> people people stoves in like i don't know how maybe our houses are bigger our stoves not near our bedrooms so you wouldn't hear it like i wouldn't hear my stove from my bedroom well, Witty lives in a studio apartment, so the stove is in the bedroom. I mean, my <laughs> so stove is in my bedroom. And so is his actual bedhead. Here, look, look, I'll show you. So there, <laughs> there's my bed, and then right behind me is the stove. It's all in the same room. Oh my god! It's an audio just, medium, I'd, I'd, so I'm sure everyone. Can I would feel it. so claustrophobic. Like I'm oh. already dreading moving back to my mom's house, and not having my like so many rooms to myself. No, that's okay though. I basically sleep in my kitchen. That's kind of what I mean. That's kind of a choice, but I basically almost sleep in my kitchen. Like I just have too much stuff for that size room. Yeah, that's the easy thing for me is that I'm a I'm a fresh out of college kid, so I have anything that can fit in my car is basically any everything that I have at this point. Whereas I engaged in a, I bought something every day during the whole of COVID. So just because we couldn't go anywhere or have visitors or see anyone, the only person I got to see was the delivery man and he came here every day. <laughs> that was and your then, form of intimacy. It really was because like we had those restrictions where we couldn't like go more than five kilometers from our houses and stuff. The only interactions I would have every day were the delivery drivers. 
Yeah, so now I'm not. I don't need to add. I need to remove. So that's so much shit to throw out. Well, I donated. I've donated donated two huge bags of clothes so far, and I'm probably doing two more. Like just donate them to someone else. It's a good move. I mean, I was talking about fitting everything inside a car, basically. Even this chair I'm sitting on is a cheap folding chair. Recording this on one of those Buffalo Bills folding tables. Like, I am very much living the 21-year-old with a, with a mattress on the floor type of lifestyle. That is, I, like, my kitchen table is not a proper table. It's a, like, fold up, a foldable table that you would use for, like, an outdoor barbecue or something. But it's got yeah. a tablecloth on it, so you'd never notice. <laughs> and because for like six years I didn't even have a table because what do I need that for no you're right you don't really need a folding table for anything or you don't really need like, a no, nice I didn't need table a, like yeah I didn't need a dining table because what I'm gonna sit there by myself like a fucking loser no <laughs> I mean sure and mine can fit in a car so if I ever have to move just slide it into the side just fold it up slide it in and we're good we can travel with our table and our chairs and our mattress and our uh, whatever other shit I have. So now I've just got like eight dining chairs that I don't need, want, or want to get rid of myself. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with them. But the table's fine. Fold that up. I just got all this timber to get rid of just at night tonight. And then I'll be cooking with gas, I reckon. Cooking with gas or electricity. By the way, is Whittingham 30? Just going back to a second before, is Whitty 30 now? I, I can't remember exactly what. Uh, I think, he, I yeah, I think he's in his 20s. I know he uh, used to be in his 20s, but I remember they were, t- they were talking about his. Um, they were talking about like him being. I was on a mystery crate. I think they were like, now that I'm heading into my 30s, I'd like to be less tied to my career or something like that. I don't know. But. Uh, I respect the fact that he is um I respect the fact that he is 30 and still living the 22-year-old in a studio apartment with a stove alarm lifestyle. Mm, um, I um I don't listen to a lot of mystery crate. Um this is from a while ago. Just yeah. no, I just don't listen to it a lot. Um but I did get a shout out on mystery crate last week, which is odd, but cool. I don't know why. I don't understand why. It was from Juju. I don't know why, but okay. (laughs) Shout out to my sister Morgan. Yeah, yeah, from Australia. I was like, okay, thanks. Someone DM'd me and was like, you got to shout out Mystery Crate. I was like, okay, great. Now to listen for the context. Now I still don't understand why, but that's okay. (laughs) Random. (laughs) I guess Juju will be it, Moss. Yeah, he'll probably do a song again. Mm -hmm. An original Juju Gotti rap. um, I think he released new music today. He did. So, oh, I think so. So I'm, I'm sure he would be performing. Which is cool. That is pretty cool. Maybe not the only musical performance. I don't know. Do I? I don't know. I don't know anything. Wait and see. Guess we'll wait and see. Yes, we will. I don't know if I'll be there. We'll wait and see. You better be there. You already bought the ticket. Yeah, I can sell it to someone else, I'm sure. Or I could just not care about it. Like Morgan. Oh, I'll explain later. 
<laughs> it's pro- I'll explain in private. Okay, you can explain in private later why you don't care about it. Uh, 76ers are still bad. Oh, they're very bad. Ah. Just wanted to tickle tickle real quick. Just bring that yeah, up. 76ers yeah, are still bad. I just, I do love that. <laughs> still not good. Still not good. No, no. Um, are Milwaukee still undefeated? No, no. They lost to the Hawks without Trey Young yesterday. Oh, that's the lollipop. Without the lollipop. <laughs> nope, nope. Warriors South defeated <sighs> the Bucks, even though the Bucks didn't have Middleton, but they still beat. The... Oh, the Bucks didn't have Middleton. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. Yeah, they still lost to the Hawks without Trey Young. <laughs> the Hawks without Trey Young is a more important thing than the Bucks without Middleton. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. It's also regular season basketball. Regular season basketball is stupid. Uh, yes. My favorite stat now is, uh, well, there's two favorite stats. One, Kevin Love has the highest plus minus in the NBA, but also the uh, the New York Knicks right now have scored on the entire season 100, or sorry, 575 points, and they have allowed 575 points. I don't know. 50, 50. Shout out stat games. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm, I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I'm a big fan of Blake Griffin all of a sudden. First time in my life. Um, Were you anti Blake Griffin before this? I was very um, meh. He like as somebody like my, myself as somebody who um, considers himself opinionated. I think I did not have a single opinion on Blake Griffin. He was irrelevant. Not worthy of me even caring about. Now, I like him. Has he done anything that has turned your uh, attention other than just playing for your favorite team? Uh, It wasn't even when he was playing. He was just wearing a Celtics hoodie and I was like, I like him now. (laughs) Okay, then. He looks kind of happy. I don't know. I don't know. I like him. He's happy. Yeah, he thought, is happier. Before, yeah, I thought before like he looked real miserable and upset all the time, but uh, yeah, he looks happy. Yeah, I wonder why what he would have to be miserable <laughs> about. Is it the the demise of your career at thirty years old? Is it the playing in Detroit? Is it the two years you spent <laughs> off the bench in Brooklyn? Is it's a stand it... stand <laughs> I wonder what Blake Griffin would have to be miserable about as if the last four years weren't incredibly difficult on his career and incredibly depressing. Like when he was like in that conversation with LeBron on stage. Yeah. But now he gets to score three points a game just coming off the bench. Yeah, That's and his... smiling. Cool. Yeah, just gets to enjoy himself a little bit. Good for Blake Griffin. Glad that you've come around on having an opinion about Blake Griffin. <laughs> Thanks. I'll let you know if I have any more. <laughs> it's a long season. There, there will be more opportunities. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me trade him for someone else and I'll have another opinion. But until then, he's okay. He's a minimum contract guy. I think that they'd be better off just keeping him and just keeping seeing it, what yeah. happens. Yeah. Well, Size-wise, yes. Yeah, we haven't got a lot of large humans. 
as long as he's not an absolute twat in the locker room, then should be fine. Just keep him around. Even if he never plays, that's okay. The Celtics wouldn't have any twats in the locker room because we've got Batman on board, who's obviously fighting crime. That was so stupid. That was so stupid. It was not stupid. It was very Grant Williams. It was just perfectly Grant Williams. Yeah. So so for people who don't know, um, Grant Williams... Grant Williams is a guy who could have gotten uh, a science and engineering degree from an Ivy League school, but then chose to play basketball at Tennessee instead. <laughs> like, he's one of these super nerdy, smart guys who also happens to be a basketball player. And he's just a weird, quirky dude, which is cool. I wish there were more quirky basketball players. I I, I love that team at Tennessee so much that I picked them to win the championship in my March Madness bracket just based on how much I liked Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield. But like he's just the fact that he's now an NBA player who's going to be there and a personality I find cool. Hopefully he's not a total weirdo, but I just like that he's quirky and we need more quirky basketball players. And you're muted. And yeah, like he's he's got real personality and I love that. Yeah, I just also know that you got to sometimes keep an eye on those people when you don't actually know them and they seem silly. There there might be some other uh, stuff below the surface that we don't know about. Why don't you just enjoy people? Take them as they come. Great Williams is fun. Yeah. Hashtag Grant wait Williams. and see. Wait and see. Grant Williams is cool. Grant Williams is cool from what I can tell. I love uh, that it was like a cheap like shitty costume though that was yeah it's a shitty batman costume so it was like not only is he putting on the batman costume he is also showing up to the arena in it playing a basketball game putting it on again afterwards and doing a full press conference in the batman suit yeah, which caused Jason Tatum to walk past and say, what the fuck, man? Well, the press conference he was on. doing the Batman voice, too. He was doing yeah. the, the shitty Batman voice that everyone has where they just make their voice lower and sound depressed. And they go all in. That's what he did. He committed to the bit. Commitment to the bit. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it was very funny. It was very funny and silly. So <laughs> all the all the role players on the Boston Celtics you're you're coming around on. Those are your favorite people. Mm-hmm. I love myself a role player. I really enjoy a role player. You know, like Jason Tatum's great and all, but like, even between him and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's always been my favorite because, you know, I'm not the brightest star. <laughs> not the brightest star in the world, no. No. Jason Jason Tatum Jalen Brown is uh is one of those people who does dumb dumb stuff while also being kind of smart and educated. He also does dumb dumb stuff. Like no, not get a like, vaccine. Like the brightest stars in like like star as like basketball player star, basketball star. Oh, oh, in terms of <laughs> like him being I mean, but Tatum and Brown are the guys that of course everyone knows about them. We've been talking yeah, about them two, for but like if you get a people between two between the two. I'll take Jalen because I like the more role player one. Yeah. 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 But we've been talking about Tatum and Brown for six years. At this point, pretty much everything has been said about them. Now we get to learn about new people like role player Blake Griffin or Grant Williams or uh, Peyton Pritchard. 
No, no one wants to learn about Peyton Pritchard. Next. Time no. Lord. <laughs> Time Lord. But Time Lord's actually one of the best players on the team now. Like, he's gone from being a role player to being a star. That one of those Danny Ainge guys that we used to crap on. Oh, yeah. Where's Daniel Tice? Where have we sent him in the meantime? I thought he was on the the Rockets the last time I checked. I don't. Was he? Right. Did he get traded in that uh that Brogdon trade? Uh, I don't know. He'll find his way back again. He always does. He's like a straight, <laughs> like a straight cat. You can't get rid of. Uh, let's yeah. see. I'm mean, every season. He seems to be back there. I don't know how. Is he, is he even on the Pacers at this point? He hasn't played a game for the Pacers, but he it says he's on the Pacers, but he hasn't played for the Pacers yet. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, he's on the Pacers. He just doesn't play, I guess. DNP. DNP. I'm not going to look it up, so I'll, I'll trust you. Yeah, he he has not played this year for the Pacers yet, even though he is uh even though he got traded to them in the Brogdon trade. Oh, it looks like he's injured actually. Okay. Uh, looks like uh, he's injured right now. Like he's not the worst. I mean, yeah, I guess not. He'll find his way back, like he said. He'll find his way back to Boston. <laughs> Always finds his way back. So tell me what was interesting about the NFL. Sunday this week. Uh, what did you find interesting? What did I personally find interesting? Yeah. Or, uh, or entertaining? Or mm. entertaining? Dolphins Bears no, was entertaining. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, even though it was kind of boring, Rams and Bucks was kind of interesting to me. Um, beyond the, I mean, we did the NFL Monday show. I did like 10 minutes about why I totally understand if Sean McVay just retired at 40 years old and never coached yeah, I again. Did, yeah. I did hear that. What does he get to prove when, yeah. when he doesn't seem to be driven by it? Yeah. And, you know, there's the report that he's connected to the core of the team that's like Stafford and Donald and, um, he's gonna and, go down and with Cooper the ship. Cup. Yeah. So he's literally going to go down with the ship. I don't even know what's going down with the ship. It's just like uh, sometimes you got to move on to greener pastures, shall we say. uh, But he's going out with them like like a captain of a ship would. Mm. Yeah, but it's not like uh, I think he's kind of better off for it. I think the um, I think going down with the ship. See, I don't know. I think going down with the ship would be kind of like what Belichick is doing with the Patriots. That feels more like going down with the ship. He's a career coach. He's always going to do that. I guess McVeigh is not going to coach forever. I mean, you'd have to really love it to to coach forever. That's that was the argument I was making. Is like when you are someone who is thirty six years old and has already accomplished everything there is to accomplish in the highest levels of coaching, and you're this wonder kid prodigy, and your grandpa was a coach and built the Forty Niners in the in the eighties. Like when you when you've been on this path since a child, and you're this wonder kid, like there's no you have to really love the process. You have to really love the work if you want to keep doing it because you've already accomplished everything there is to accomplish. You want to, you went to the Super Bowl with Jeff Fisher's players, completely tore down the roster and went back to the Super Bowl. Like there is nothing left for you to accomplish. Why does he have to keep it? I don't know. 
if 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 he liked it, it would be. If he seemed to like it, it'd be different. But he doesn't seem to. But you have to really love the process, and you have to really love the work. Which I assume to get to that place, you have to have a certain. Not everyone like, really loves that job. But have, it's probably one of the better paying ones you'll have. Yeah. The media one will be better, but yeah. But I mean, that dude's already got. Have you seen his house on Hard Knocks? That dude, that dude's house is awesome. Like Sean McVay's already got it set in Los Angeles at thirty, that means, what thirty-seven. That paid off it doesn't mean that they're mortgage on it you know people have bills yeah i know but like i get the point of having money is to make more money in the ultimate cynical sense but like yeah i get that part of it like the more you make uh, the more you need yeah think about how many cool opportunities sean mcveigh has at this point like sean mcveigh could do so much stuff at this point and you got to really really love coaching because otherwise what what's the point What's the point of being miserable when you have all of this opportunity afforded to you by being one of Born. the three best coaches in the NFL at 37 years old? By nepotism. Yeah, nepotism gets him in the door while also being a wonder kid in this case. Like his situation is unique because we're talking about like one of these prodigies. Like, uh, what's her name? Ashley Barty. Remember, Ashley Barty <laughs> retired at 25. Like when you're this wonder <laughs> yeah. kid prodigy, I, you get burned I, out. I do, I do remember. I think we had a day of mourning here. Yeah. Like, I, I think, think even this week, they even like hassled her again and were like, do you want to go back and play tennis? She's like, no, fuck off. No, yeah. Got, like, she's got no interest in it. Like, she, no, she doesn't miss it at all. From everything I know about Ash Barty, she was one of these like kids who was like winning tennis championships at 14 years old or like one of these prodigy type of stars. So, like, yeah, but she's a dual I totally. Sport athlete too. She's a dual sport athlete? Yep. What was the other sport? I think she's like cricket. Um, okay. There's talk. There's talk that she might want to play golf, and there's talk that she might want to play um, Australian women's football. Um, like people just try to speculate to try and justify their opinion as to why she retired so early. Maybe she just wasn't that into it. Like simple, and she's yeah. oh, she's not the kind of person that's driven by reaching like this many tournaments, this many weeks at number one. Like, she knew shit. But, and she's, she's also, from everything I know about her, she's also this wonder kid who, like, from the time she was 14, was, like, on a crash course for being a professional tennis player. And that puts an incredibly large amount of stress on the dream. Because, like, same thing with Sean McVay. Like, Sean McVay played college football at Miami of Ohio, where his dad lived and would like after that got into coaching immediately. And by 30 years old or by 28 years old was a coordinator of a team. Like when you're that pro when you're the prodigy who just races through the system. And by the way, once you get there has like ultimate success as a young person, like that's, that's got to put an incredibly large amount of stress on your dream. Assuming your dream was to be a football coach, which if he just nepotism lucked his way into, hey, this is the career path that was chosen for me, you know, I, I guess good on him, but even more incentive to walk away now that you've conquered the mountain. Like, there's no point unless you really love the process. Like, I think Bill Belichick really loves coaching. I think Andy Reid really loves coaching, and that's why they keep doing it. I don't, I don't know if that's the thing that sean mcveigh really loves because how could you when you're this wonder kid prodigy and there's so much stress and anxiety associated with it 
Maybe he likes stress and anxiety. Maybe, but that's kind of an unsustainable path, right? <laughs> but that's one of the aspects I like about my job is to stress. Mm-hmm. When I was talking about it yesterday, or I guess on Monday, when I was talking about it on the podcast, I was talking, I was citing the story that he told where Andrew Whitworth, uh, I think he told it on Levitard show where he was talking about uh, the with the panic attacks and Sean McVay's like, wait, you get those two? What? Like, yeah, I could imagine that's an incredibly difficult spot for Sean McVay to be in as the leader of a billion dollar corporation. Yeah, with the expectations of dynasty on your shoulders like family mm-hmm. dynasty and just a dynasty period if you look yeah. at what the rams have built with two different teams that have made the super bowl in the last four years one yeah. with 75 percent of jeff fisher's players and then the next one where the only players still on the team from jeff fisher's time are aaron donald and tyler higby and they like the lsu of the nfl sorry <laughs> Yeah. Uh, in terms of other stuff that was cool on Sunday, uh, the Falcons charging, Falcons falconing, Chargers charging. That was kind of silly. At least the good thing I can say for the Falcons is I at least see what the plan is now. I didn't think they had a plan when they just dumped Matt Ryan and then switched Marcus Mariota in there, but at least I see they have a plan now. Uh, Tampa's going to win that division still. No matter how shitty their offense is, Tampa's still going to win that division. So, uh, the, the game that I'm in Miami for um, is Tampa New Horns. Ooh. Uh, oh, well, I was contemplating going that day or the day before. And I was like, oh, do I fly into Tampa and go and watch that instead? And then go to Miami? But I just I don't think I'll do that. Seems like too much. Oh, that's, yeah, because then I'm in Tampa, and that's, like, the other side of Florida, and I don't want to drive. I've already driven that once from Miami to Tampa. It wasn't fun the first time. It's also Monday Night Football that week. It is Monday Night Football. Oh, is it? Yeah. I can't remember. Um, Just... Maybe I looked it up with that VPN and I'm sure it showed me like my like Australian time when it was on as being Monday. And I was like, oh, initially I was like, yeah, Monday night, that's great. I'll be able to go. And I was like, no, it's not <laughs> Sunday because of the time difference. And it was showing me Australian time. But I don't know, must have been wrong. No, it's on a Monday, December 5th, prime oh. time. December 5th is a Monday. Oh, maybe I just, oh, whatever. I'm not going. I'm not going there. We're not okay. good enough to go and watch. And if I wanted to go, no, I want to go and watch New Orleans at home, not Tampa. You want to go to New Orleans to watch them play. You don't want to go to Tampa. Yeah. Correct. Tampa, Tampa, Florida. It's the only, I think the only other NFL stadium I've been to besides the old Chargers stadium. I've been, been to the Tampa Bay Lightning play. That was the only reason I went to Tampa. But, um, no, I didn't see the football team. Surprisingly, right across the street from the airport, which is perfect, because Tampa, you just want to go to the football game and leave. That's all you want from Tampa. Maybe this could be convenient after all. Uh, 
Yeah, convenient enough. Tampa's they're going to win that division. I like the Saints. I think the Saints are doing well, but I think Tampa's still going to win that division no matter how shitty their offense is, incapable of scoring 20 points, but the defense is so good. I'm going to throw a people to every game and just be... Yeah. And, and like, there's only so much you can do when you just don't have the... You don't have the good bodies to do it. No, nope. 32nd ranked rushing team in the league. It's uh, Alvin's doing it by himself. Um, oh, sorry, I was talking about the Bucks. I was talking about the oh. Bucks have the 32nd ranked rushing team. Yeah, they can't run the ball, they're hopeless, but their defense is really good. Yeah, what else is fun on Sunday? Uh, the Raiders went up in the the Raiders are stupid. The who? The Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. I couldn't tell if you're saying Raiders or Ravens. No, no, the Ravens are good. The Raiders are stupid. Raiders are stupid. I could get behind that. But also, uh, I <laughs> I did this for a podcast yesterday. Would you like some nerd stats about the Raiders? Sure. So the, the, the Raiders uh, last season... Uh, football, Pro Football Reference has this... Uh, ESPN does it too, where it gives you the projected or expected win loss record based on the outcomes of certain games and it takes it's based on a bill james algorithm and blah 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 boring stuff anyways so last year's raiders team even though they won 10 games their expected win loss record should have been 6.9 and 10.1 so they should have been a 7 and 10 team that happened to win 10 games last year this year's team should be 3.6 and 4.4 at this point but they're two and six so they've just been incredibly unlucky in one score games this year uh, last year's team scored 22 points per game. This year's Raiders team is scoring 22.8 points per game. Uh, their offense ranked 19th in the league last year. It's ranked 18th this year. Uh, they're basically the exact same team as last year, except now they're unlucky in one score games instead of lucky in one score games. And the difference is 10 and seven to two and six. That's how thin the margins in the NFL are. They're basically the exact same team statistically. And last year they went 10 and seven and this year they're two and six just changed your luck in one possession games. And that's all that matters. The difference is eight games between the Raiders. <laughs> the difference is like eight games just by luck in one possession games. That is funny. Yeah. They're, they're basically the exact same team as last year. Statistic offensively and defensively. They're basically the exact same team as last year. And last year they went 10 and 7, and this year they're 2 and 6. And they're probably going to fire McDaniels just to say they fired him, even though the problem is they're a seven win team on paper. Mm, I'm thinking about how I would feel about that. I wouldn't really care. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raiders, are, Raiders are dumb. Uh, I'm really I'm I'm I was really fascinated by the Colts before they did all that bullshit with Frank Reich and Jeff Saturday um cuz uh the Colts went over 14 on third downs on Sunday. <laughs> they went over 14 trying to convert third downs. That's so weird. This video is weird too. Three points. Three points for the Colts. Uh Oh, wait, the Saints? I forgot to ask you. The Saints blanked the Raiders. That was kind of fun, wasn't it? Yeah. 
That's cool. It's nice to get a win. I think that's just going to be what our lot is this year. We're going to get some wins. We're going to eke out some wins. <laughs> we're going to win play. some. We're going to lose some. Yeah, we're going to play some teams tough. Uh, and then we're going to throw too many interceptions. Not particularly well. <laughs> the, just, 2022 New Orleans Saints, a, a vomiting pool of useless sounds. That's the 2022 New Orleans Saints, just useless. <laughs> yeah, but like goggly sounds. They're drowning. Still Every telling time. you there, there is a better way. Just, just switch on over to the Bengals. There is a better way for you, Morgan. Okay. Bengals will bring you more joy. They can score 42 points against bad defenses. Why didn't you sell me on? Tell me that her brother was there. The patient's brother. Yeah. Or sister. Or sister. Or both. Just, it would make your life a little bit better to watch the Bengals lose to Baltimore in a wild card game. I'm not doing that. I won't be watching that because my boy Joey B won't do that. Because he'll play the Titans in the wild card again? Mm, no, but if he does, he'll be fine. He's played yeah. Baseball. They could do it. What else was fun on Sunday? Uh, Let's see. See, I didn't watch that game, so I don't really have a reference point for what happened other than Derrick Henry scored a lot of points for my fantasy team. I don't really know why it went to overtime at 20 to 17. I just saw the score at the end. I don't really know what happened. Hmm. I didn't know it went. I didn't know that that's what occurred because I was at work. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it looked like it was a fun game. It went to overtime. Mahomes had 440 passing yards and only scored 20 points. I just don't know how it happened because I didn't watch it <laughs> or care to watch the replay afterwards. I just saw the score. I was like, I didn't miss anything. It's fine. AJ Brown made fun of the Titans because I think the entire game, they had one completion to wide receivers on the entire game. AJ Brown made fun of the Titans for that. <laughs> 